the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Joining me now, the tech editor from thestreet.com. It's been a long time in the new year without Chris Siaccia. Chris, how are you? Good, Rob. Happy New Year. How you doing? Doing well. Now, one of the reasons you haven't been on was you were recently in CES. Before we get to today's stories... Give me a small recap on CES. What did you see? What did you like? Sure. So CES, for you know people who aren't familiar with it, it's held in Las Vegas, and around 170,000 people come into it for companies to show off their latest products or services. Um, there's a bunch of keynotes. Probably the biggest thing that I took out of CES um, was the announcement that Netflix is going to be almost in every country except for China. Uh, they announced 130 additional countries. That was probably the biggest news. Uh, as far as products are concerned, there wasn't too much that really, like, you know, got me excited. It seemed to be, you know, incremental stuff from last year. I got a chance to, to play with some virtual reality headsets. That's always pretty cool, but, you know, it kind of seems like, you know, we're in a, a little bit of a plateau right now for, for technology. Virtual reality is said to have maybe a billion dollars in sales this year. Uh, from playing with it, I have not. From your playing with it, uh, what's your? You think we can do a billion dollars? Do you think there's enough curiosity? Is there enough technology there yet? Yeah, I think there's there is probably enough to do. You know, close to a billion, um, especially when you factor in things like um, Google Cardboard, which only costs twenty bucks. That's not you know true virtual reality, um, but it helps you know you know bring that experience to people for you know almost next to nothing. And then you know, over the holidays, the Samsung Gear VR was a big seller. That was only 100 bucks. Um, and then the demand for Facebook's Oculus Rift, which is priced at 600, was astronomical. Um, you know, there's some complaints about you know how the launch has gone or, or you know how it was handled. But you know, even for 600 dollars, which isn't you know an astronomical amount of money, um, when you consider that you know back in the day computers used to cost 2,000 dollars and up, you know, just on their own. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, a billion dollars is, is pretty achievable in 2016. I'm with you. Now, on to today's stories. Chris Siachi is the tech editor at TheStreet.com. TheStreet.com, great site for a lot of uh, curious readers who want to know a little bit more about tech and investing. What a combination. Um, you, you put together a piece on Apple's $200 billion cash, and Apple stock is... It's it's bearish. It's down 20-plus percent from its 52-week highs, and uh, people are starting to – all the analysts seem to be cutting expectations. What are you seeing with Apple's $200 billion cash? So just, you know, touching a little bit on, on the expectations, I'm sort of uh, bullish on, you know, the upcoming quarter. I think that, you know, Wall Street may have it wrong. Everyone's seeing, you know, that, oh, Apple's cutting, you know, 
or, or the supply chain is cutting estimates, but I think that's underestimating just how strong the 5S and 6 will be. Um, and I think that ties it back into when we see how, you know, Apple did this quarter, you know, in the next couple of weeks, you know, we'll see, you know, an additional, uh, you know, probably 5 or $10 billion or maybe even a little bit more added to the cash pile. And with $200 billion in cash, you know, even though you have to net out the debt that Apple's been accruing, that's still, you know, an, you know $140 billion in cash that Apple has on its balance sheet um, that it's really not putting to work, at least until you dig a little bit closer. Now, Apple's probably going to, you know, uh, get into the car business. It's all signs point to that. And building a car is, is not the cheapest thing in the world. I mean, if you look at, you know, what Ford spends, what GM spends, and what Tesla's, you know, been spending over the past decade or so, this is not a cheap thing to do. So having that huge buffer, um, even though it's being discounted right now by the market, is probably one of the reasons or maybe even the reason why Apple is confident that it can really disrupt the auto market. Yeah, people forget that car companies are manufacturers, and manufacturers aren't considered sexy in the United States compared to services. Um, but why not, with Apple, with the $200 billion, clearly they're not going to buy Tesla. Well, that's not the thought. Is there some company they can go out and try to acquire to kind of jumpstart the, the car business? Well, what they've been doing is they've been hiring left and right experts from, you know, various uh, auto companies, including Tesla, you know, uh, Mercedes, even though, you know, a high-profile Mercedes exec left Apple to go elsewhere. There are, you know, probably smaller companies. I don't think they're going to go out and buy Tesla. I mean, even though it's, you know, that would be a really buzzy thing for them to do, and it would give them Elon Musk, which, you know, seems to be like Silicon Valley's, like, dream. Um you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to go out and acquire, you know, a big auto manufacturer, but maybe they'll go out and acquire parts manufacturers or people or, you know, who have uh, expertise in battery construction and, uh, and lithium-ion batteries, um, you know, to help further advance, you know, the movement there. So I think that's probably where you're going to see Apple spend its cash. I don't see them making, you know, this big acquisition um, to really help there. It's probably going to be small things, and we may never even know about it because a lot of what Apple, um, a lot of companies that Apple acquires do not get reported, you know, for months or, you know, months and months until after the fact. Now I'm speaking with Chris Siaccia, tech editor for TheStreet.com. Second big topic for you today it's an interesting one because it also ties back into potential Apple and their cash. But you recently did a story about Amazon buying Time Warner. This story kind of hit yesterday. Big rumors, big thoughts, big question marks. Would it make sense? Is HBO really up for sale? Um, what did you find in your investigation for this article? So the New York Post has done, uh, you know, some reporting that, you know, Time Warner seems to be up for sale. So I've spoken to a whole bunch of sources, you know. Um, that are familiar with the company's thinking, and uh, it doesn't seem like Time Warner is going to spin off HBO anytime soon. Uh, Jeff Bukes has, you know, sort of publicly said that, um, and you know, uh, and you know, what I've gathered from my sources is that seems to be, you know, the the continued line of thinking. So, with that in mind, you know, it probably makes sense for these tech companies, you know, given they're probably not going to be able to spend. Um, 
you know, 70 or $80 billion to acquire Time Warner as a whole, it probably makes sense for some of them, you know, maybe like an Amazon or an Apple or an Alphabet to go out and take a strategic stake in, in Time Warner because people don't realize just how powerful a business HBO really is. When you, when you look at the numbers, they have a, over 120 million subscribers around the world who are paying 15, you know, roughly $15 a month for some of, if not the best content out there. I mean, shows like Game of Thrones are monsters, Veep, Silicon Valley, and then you have this huge library, you know, shows of the, the Wire and The Sopranos, which really, you know, helped revolutionize the golden age of television that we're in. So when you go out, you can get, you know, that kind of um, a stake in that business and keep it away from, you know, your competitors, as well as everything else that Time Warner has to 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 offer, it makes more sense for these companies to do that or, you know, some kind of a joint venture than, you know, actually plucking down between 80 and and $100 a share for Time Warner. So why not Apple going, or why would Apple and, and or Amazon, making that relationship, it seems like it would give them almost a, a Netflix-type feel of excitement of, you know, what people are using their devices to watch TV with or watch media with these days. Um, does, does this happen, do you think? Because it seems like inevitable for Apple or Amazon to do a big deal like this. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there's, um, you know, signs that are pointing to it. I don't see, you know, either company going out and fully outright acquiring Time Warner um, simply because I know both company cultures, especially Apple, uh, you know, sources that are familiar with the company's thinking, they've said, you know, time and time again to me that Apple's not going to do a major acquisition like this because of the way Apple's culture is so much different than everyone else's. But considering how much cash they do have on the balance sheet, going out and having a deal with Time Warner for HBO, even though they already have access to HBO, um, you know, through the App Store and, and, you know, on Apple TV and things like that, um, you know, they can further strengthen that relationship and keep them away from, you know, their competitors. And given how many people watch HBO shows and documentaries and they're constantly adding things like Bill Simmons or they just added Sesame, they're about to add Sesame Street, you know, there are so many things that these tech companies can do to, uh, to try to keep out their competitors. And HBO seems like, you know, and Time Warner seems like a, a perfect opportunity for them. Did you see how HBO is changing Sesame Street? They're cleaning it up a bit. Oscar the Grouch is going to be in a recycling can instead of a garbage can now. That's 2016 for you. <laughs> That's 2016. Any last things you want to tip in? We got about a minute, minute and a half. I think we just got you know the market's been you know obviously hit a lot you know since the start of the year. You know I think you know with Intel reporting tonight and with we're really starting to get into the heart of earnings season, especially tech. You know I think. You know, there's probably uh, an opportunity for, for tech investors to see a little bit of a relief in their portfolios because I don't think things are that bad, or at least right now, that, you know, the market is, is forecasting. So we'll see what Intel has to say tonight, but, you know, I think there, there might be a little bit of a bounce here. Thanks very much. It's Chris Siaccio. You can find him, the tech editor at thestreet.com. I've missed his presence on the show um, in the last couple of weeks with Christmas, New Year's, and then CES. Gives a good insight. And, um, you know, the stories of the year last year were the stories that, you know, Chris and I talked about in the stock market. But we talked about, you know, the social ramifications of them and how they play out in our lives. But companies like Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, um, Google's Alphabet, you've heard those names in that story. 
They're called the Fang stocks, but they're also, you know, consuming much of our interest in technology at this point in time. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.